If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today's guest is my friend Merrick McCartha. Uh, he is an actor. You may have seen him on numerous commercials and uh, a lot of television shows, uh, like some Disney shows, and then shows like Criminal Minds, NCIS, Scorpion, like those kind of intense, I don't know if they're procedural or, or, or whatever they are, but uh, he's the guy, like he's the guy that does that, and he's good at that, you know, kind of on the, on the drama tip. Uh, we've been friends uh, for a while. We met in San Diego through uh, the improv scene, and he is an example of somebody that uh, had a career, was well into it, and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Life changes. I'm going to do acting, which a, a lot of people do, and he did it uh, with a lot of success, and we talk about how, you know, there's a lot of actors that, you know, they spend their lives, they go to, you know, they do theater in high school, uh, and I think he did some of that, but, like, they had a they had a trajectory of, like, I'm going to be an actor or performer from a young age, and they go th- through that, and they go down that road, and he's somebody that uh, just decided to switch careers and is now a working, very successful actor, uh, and I just, I think that he will probably be kind of a household name. I, that's what, I mean, not just because we're friends, but he just looks like somebody's like, yeah, that guy's going to be, that guy's going to be famous or whatever fame means. So I was excited to talk to him, found out a lot about him uh, that I didn't know. And that's usually how it goes um, when I do the show. I just find out things that I did not know about people. And uh, I selfishly uh, use the podcast to make that happen. Uh, I was also on another podcast, uh, shit they don't, shit they never tell you, or shit they should tell you, or shit they never told you. One of those. Uh, my friend, uh, friends Nikki and Steve, they have a podcast. Uh, it's on Castbox, Apple Podcast. You can check it out. Shit they never told you. That's what it is. It's the cursing that throws me off. You know what I mean? So I'm very, very sensitive. But I was. Uh, on their newest episode, check that out. Uh, I talk about just getting old. They were like, and I knew it when I, when I went to go do their podcast. It's, I was like, it's gonna about about me being old because I'm probably the oldest person they know. Their parents, a close close second. Uh, so that was good. You know, I get a little. I got a little. I don't know. I got a little real on there, but it wasn't wasn't too heavy. But I, I mean, I got a little real because that's you know that's the nature of the conversation. Uh, so I did that. Uh, I have been, uh, this is something that actually has me, I don't know, a little rattled, um, movie pass. I don't know if anyone out there is movie pass. I've been a fan of movie pass for a while and it, uh, I, I just, I've been holding on and I have just been rolling with the punches and I just, I don't know. I don't know if I could hang on any longer. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. Um, and I'm not mad at them. They have. An interesting business model, and I think there's, you know, and I'm sure they pulled some data from that, and and hopefully they, you know, recover. And I kind of wish uh, that's 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 my wife in Las Vegas with her friends texting me. Uh, probably she's like, he probably cleaned the toilet today. Let me let me text him and see how he's doing. Yeah, she uh, she went to Las Vegas with her friends because she has um, disposable income and friends. So. She's there, and I'm here, happy to be here, talking about movie pads. That's what I'm fixated on, and I think I'm just gonna. It just doesn't add up. You know, there's the surge prices, and then it's like some of these movies. You can't go to a movie before five o'clock now. I like to go to the movies in the morning, like ten a.m. That's my movie time. That's when I like to go. My brain's ready. 
don't have to deal with too many people. So I think I'm going to do the AMC thing. I don't know. If you have, if, listen, if you have a, if you have an a, uh, opinion on it, you could, uh, you can e- email me, uh, fwbpod at gmail.com if you want, or you can message me on Instagram, which is the Jason Horton, or whatever. Find me, and we'll talk about it because I would love, I would love to discuss the ins and outs. Uh, of that, but I think I'm just, I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to do it probably tonight. I'm going to cancel. I have to, and I've been holding out for a while. So yeah, I know pretty intense. Uh, also, uh, ghost town podcast has been doing really well. People have been really into it and it really, uh, caters to my interest in, you know, places that are abandoned, haunted, mysterious, and people seem to like it. Uh, Rebecca and I really enjoy doing it. And if you haven't checked it out, it's Ghost Town. You can get it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. And we also have a Patreon because uh, this is the kind of show that we want to kind of take on the road with a little bit of travel. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash Pod. So check it out. And, you know, you can rate and review both of these shows on iTunes if you haven't yet. If you've been listening and it takes seconds to do it. You know, just rate it, review it, be creative, lie if you want to. I don't care. I don't care if you're fake. I don't care if you give it five stars and you're like, great. Because anytime I go to an audition, that's what they say at the audition. They're like, great. And I know what they're thinking. They're thinking, you're not good at this. Find something else to do if you're, <laughs> if, if you're good at anything else. And I'm, I'm not. I'm, I mean, not that I'm good at that. I'm just not, you know what I mean? I just like, I don't know. I just can they pay? Can I hang out with like my cats? Can I can I do that and then go visit abandoned places or like historical landmarks that have been in like movies and TV shows? That's what I love doing. If you want to see some of the pictures, uh, and either you could check out both Instagrams, Ghost Town Pod or the Jason Horton on Instagram. Uh, well, I know one thing I don't have to worry about: contact lenses. I'm set. I was at a time not set. I am set. There's a million things demanding your time, and contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Anywhere. Wherever you are. Easy. Very easy. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. The Simple Contacts vision test is a self-guided test, and it takes about five minutes. I did it. It's true. It's not just a claim. It actually took less than five minutes for me. Think how much time you'd save compared to making an appointment, going to the eye doctor, taking time off, parking. No, don't need to. It's designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists. They review every test carefully to make sure your eyes look healthy and that your vision has not changed. Simple Context has all the brands and types of lenses you need. I have an astigmatism, so they have uh, brands for me. Happy about that. So you never have to shop around to find the lenses at the best price. Simple Context has that. It's been rated five stars over 4,500 times on the App Store. You can text the support team, and they'll get, they'll get back to you with an actual person, not a robot. They, and they, I've texted with them, and it's a real person. It's very, I don't know, it's, it's comforting. Somebody texted me. I got excited. And it was simple contacts. I was fine with that. It's summer, and there's no shortage of reasons to have contacts on hand, beach days, vacations, outdoor activities, weddings. Use simple contacts to stop, stop, stock up for the season. Not stop up, stock up, be ready. Sometimes I don't want to wear my glasses. Sometimes I want to wear contacts. Like I want to be able to see clearly, but not have glasses on. That's just how I am. And, and simple contact, there was a while where I was not wearing contact lenses for all the reasons that simple contacts has fixed. So I'm set, I'm good. The vision test is only $20. Compare that with an appointment, which without insurance can cost up to $200. You know, you've been there. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, they're offering an awesome promotion. Yes, you can get $20 off your contacts. Go to simplecontacts.com slash friends20. That's simplecontacts.com slash friends20. Also, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They only test your current prescription to make sure you're seeing 2020 and renew that prescription. They, they don't write a completely new prescription or examine eye health. So 
they just check it out, make sure you're good, and they're good, you're hooked up. SimpleContacts.com slash Friends20. Promo code Friends20. SimpleContacts.com slash Friends20. And promo code Friends20. All right, let's get into my conversation with Merrick McCartha. I mean, I know how we met in San Diego. We met in San Diego. That yeah, was, that was easy. That was easy. that's easy. I know it was a bathhouse over on University. Yeah, it was like three in the morning, in Hillcrest area. Yeah, and I usually didn't stay out past two uh, two a.m., but uh, I'm glad I did. <laughs> I know, right? I was walking by as were you, the opposite way, and these two dudes in leather chaps yeah, and uh, yeah, cap came out and they're like, "Hey, hey, there's there's tequila in here." We're like, let's right. go in, let's do that. <laughs> and then uh, then we're like, "Hey, you want to do improv?" <laughs> I know exactly. Which is the next? So we met. Uh, we met uh, doing improv. Yeah, we uh, met uh, doing improv, and uh, I think you were. Uh, I'm not sure if it, at that time you were doing like a little improv workshop. Uh, I know I've been to at least one or two of your workshops. Yeah, yeah. When I was after. doing that in San Diego, yeah, but, uh, that was. Yeah, that was actually, fun. I actually credit you for teaching me a lot about improv. Really? Yeah. And you managed to succeed even despite that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> despite all literally now all <laughs> odds, right? No. I took away tools. You had tools, and I took them no. away from you. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. you're always amazingly funny and uh, very helpful, and yeah. helped me understand because I I knew nothing about improv yeah. uh, when I met you. Yeah, and now I now I'm a master. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't it's uh, like it's like a nebulous kind of thing, like what's good and what's bad, and you know what I mean. It's just like what you get out of it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to like I want to. We're gonna we're gonna before we move forward we're gonna move backwards because okay. I really don't know anything about you hmm. and this this is what I love about this podcast I like to find out uh, I want to find out how you got here hmm. um, are, you, are you suspicious or yeah now yeah good good I want you to now, be kind of like, cagey Jerry I want you to be... Springer's gonna come out no I want like, you to be like uh, oh I didn't do any research <laughs> I didn't do any research it's researchless um, it's all gonna come from my kind of navigation of this and we'll see where it goes okay kind of how it works uh so where, where are you from originally i'm from detroit michigan originally okay um my mother and father were detroit police officers and uh dead silence there uh, this is cool. i feel like i'm on, like i'm like is it go true crime i mean this is no like, okay no they were uh they were very good parents uh what do they were in the the police department? What do they were they just? Uh... Oh, they were they were patrol officers. Yeah. Uh, my father has interesting stories about him working vice uh, yeah. for many years, uh, and just crazy story. You know, he, they come home with these crazies. One day he had to, he didn't help, but he and his partner came across this guy in a parking lot in Detroit, searching through his back seat, and they let's say what's going on. He's like, oh yeah, my snake. It's like a giant python snake. It's got out of my bag, and now it's coiled under my back. So I'm trying to get it out. And his partner's like, yeah, let's help. My dad's like, fuck no, I'm not uh, helping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was one. Uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of other crazy things yeah. happening. Oh, I imagine there's no, there's probably no normal stories for Detroit, I would no. imagine. I've been to Detroit once, and it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, it was a cool city, you know what I mean? I mean, it's got like, tons of, especially with music and stuff like that. And yeah. the culture is like amazing. Like for me, like <clears> kind of like the, the, the like the Stooges or the MC5 and like that kind of like punk kind of stuff that rock that came from Detroit has always been fascinating to me. But it's like it like I don't, I don't know. It's just like one of those. It's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> growing up in Detroit, I my I grew up as a kid listening yeah. to Mo, Motown yeah. music throughout my household. But as I grew up, and it's fairly diverse mm. city, even though predominantly black, uh, music-wise, very diverse. Yeah. So as I grew up in my teen years, that's when I learned more about you know rock and alternative music yeah. and stuff like that. The different clubs downtown Detroit were pretty famous. St. Andrews Hall, uh, a lot of these big uh, you know places down there. Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> he wasn't around. <laughs> he wasn't. He, he was, wasn't. No, he was I, always around. He was a, no. maybe. <laughs> Maybe. In some way, shape, or form, Eminem has always kind of been here, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the Eight Mile him. That sure, Eight Mile is actually uh, it, it's kind of just on the outskirts of what we consider Central Detroit, uh, even back, yeah. you know, way back then. So it was, it was, it, it's accurately depicted yeah. in his in that movie. Yeah. You know that 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 uh, you know sort of middle class, lower middle class white yeah. family. That's kind of where you'd find an Eight Mile. So yeah. 
did your parents meet uh, in the police force, or were they? No, that's in, no. Yeah. Uh, we uh, they our family grew up in the projects in yeah, Detroit, yeah. and my dad originally worked for uh, Chrysler, the yeah. power. You know, yeah. everyone works for uh, car companies. Sure. And I remember we, you know, and he was in the military before that, and he got a house on, on a VA loan, and he worked for Chrysler. And then somehow I remember one day walking down, and there my mom and dad are studying for. <laughs> their, their, um, you know, their academy uh, entrance or whatever. I don't know what was going on. Was it their uh, interest in the law and justice, or was it job opportunity based? Or I think it may have been a recruitment effort in Detroit. Uh, the mayor at the t- time was Col- Mayor Coleman Young, uh, and he was really pushing for more representative. No, was uh, I just for. was he corrupt? Uh, lots of allegations of him being corrupt. Uh, yeah, I just what, what I just watched a documentary yeah. uh, um, on. White Boy Rick? Yes. Yeah, okay, so yes. I just watched that. Oh, yeah, thing. I actually read up on that, too, because I'm like, I remember that story when yeah. I was there about White Boy Rick and his name sort of floating around the neighborhoods yeah. as this guy. But then there's like these, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Matthew McConaughey and uh, those guys do with that yeah. story. But yeah. Uh, Mayor Young, yeah, I mean, he's got, you know, some stuff. But I, but I think the main thing about him is that he, uh, as, as much as he did that would be corrupt, I think he really sort of kept outside forces from, you know, bringing down yeah. uh, Detroit and taking advantage of it in their way. And you know, I, maybe his thing was, "Hey, I, I want a piece of this if you're coming in," and they didn't want to do it. But when I left years ago, it was you know pretty solid. And then after he left office yeah. and passed away, then I saw this decline in Detroit. Um, but yeah, so I was there, um, went to University of Michigan, and then transferred to. Uh, Moved to California suddenly and transferred to. What did your did, did your parents have any uh, have any aspirations for you? Did they want you to follow in their footsteps, or is there anything that they wanted? To they do? always thought I'd be like you know the college prep. No, they kind of really yeah. wanted me to be this college prep kid who would be all, go off and be some kind of a lawyer, doctor, or something. You showed them. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, want me to be. Well, a wealthy, respectable citizen. Yeah. Get that. I'm taking improv classes with Jason Horton in San Diego. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, not him. <laughs> uh, so what did, what did you – did you have interest in entertainment as far back as uh, – yeah, A little bit. Uh, when I was growing up, in, I went to this high school called Cass Tech High School in Detroit, which is uh, famous for a lot of stars coming out of there. Lily Tomlin went to mm. Cass Tech, Dinah Ross, Cass Tech. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, Del Reese. I mean, all these famous people were coming out of Cast Tech, but it was a big school to test into. And so they had a, you know, a performing arts department there was pretty strong. So I got into it, I was really into it. But prior to going to high school, I always geared myself into mathematics and engineering. So I was in their electronics and engineering curriculum or tract at, at high school. And that's where I was headed, is to be an electrical engineer. And was that kind of like I was like I, I want to have like a kind of more uh, like sensible kind of career path? I it, it was just my mindset. Yeah. I was it, it was safe. I was good at it. Yeah. Uh, I was told you get a job, you get a job with a good salary, you buy a house, you sure, raise yeah. kids, you go on a vacation to Florida once a year, and then you die miserable. That was yeah. what I was taught. Yeah. As a kid. What derailed you from that? Um, I I I think I saw someone. I saw one of my engineering bosses, and how miserable he was. And yeah. I was like, man, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you start pursuing the arts? Um, no, a lot of things triggered it. But yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I, I did I did become an engineer. Yeah. Uh, and then I veered off and I, uh, a lot of things changed with, um, you know, my life and what I wanted. And I just, my mother was one who encouraged me, hey, you should really still try to do the acting thing. You mm-hmm. really, you like theater in high school. I said, nah. And uh, I just started to slowly uh, step yeah. into it. Through acting classes and in starting in Detroit and uh, well in Detroit I did some in high school yeah. but it wasn't until I got to San Diego that I started to really step into it. What year did you move to San Diego? I don't know. It was, was uh, a while ago. A while back. A while, a while back. back. A while, a while back. Okay, so while you're back. back. A while back. Okay, so what was it like? The uh, I mean, coming from Detroit to San Diego was there uh, like some culture shock for you? Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was for me. I mean, I'm just wondering. I wonder if there was. When you moved from Detroit to San Diego, it was cool. um, I listen. I come from <laughs> New York, okay, <laughs> uh, upstate New York, pretty oh. much the the nothing of Detroit, okay. <laughs> uh, I get it. Well, I think it was for me because um, growing up, well, growing up, you know, watching, consuming TV and movies, I always thought like 
California was a place that other people live in. I just watched, yeah. or like I watched Beverly Hills 90210, or like you know the 80s movies that are like they're in malls, like in the valley. So when I yeah. got to San Diego, um, I thought it was pretty cool, but I thought it it, it seemed um, number one, it seemed a little bit uh, conservative to me. Mm-hmm. I, so I moved to San Diego in 2002, mm-hmm. so uh, that was kind of not that, that was you know. a Good or bad thing, but it's just something I was like, oh, it's it's interesting. I didn't. I thought California was just uh, California, man. Like everything's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. So what was it like for you? That going, was that was it. I yeah. mean, uh, I grew up with you know you know the four seasons in Detroit. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was it was a little bit of summer, then yeah. great yeah. fall. I think with the band, and I was like, the four seasons are from New Jersey. Four seasons. No, Jersey. No, <laughs> not those guys. Yeah. Uh, the 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 cold winters, oh, right. the snow, the slush. The blizz, the you know, yeah. the blizzard stuff, uh, and then getting out to California, I was like, wow, these palm trees really exist. They, yeah, they're not plastic; they yeah. actually grow out of the ground. It's, it was. Yeah, <laughs> you know. but I think they don't they don't they plant palm trees? Don't they do something like the palm trees were or originally were not indigenous to like Southern California, and they were put there? I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. but I I just remember that was one yeah. of the icons for me is the palm trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the suns, the the constant sunshine. I'm just gonna just just veer for a second. Now, was uh, like the car industry was really big in Detroit, but it, it and I don't know it, the timeline when they really started like kind of shutting down. Like the industry was leaving Detroit, right? That for overseas. I mean, is that something that what it comes the car industry? I like well, Ford I, or whatever. No, I still have family that yeah. work for car yeah. companies yeah. there. Uh, old classmates that yeah. are still working for yeah. car companies as engineers, executives, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think maybe there was a slight downturn in other things, yeah. not just the car yeah. industry, um, and that kind of brought sure. a lot, uh, a lot down. Um, yeah, it, the car industry was definitely a driving force. So, I mean, my relatives, my I moved from the south to Detroit yeah. for jobs in yeah. the automobile industry. Okay, so that's where they all kind of. We're going, and that was a thing. And high yeah. school was like, hey, you go to high school. They didn't want me to go to college. Some yeah. some some family members didn't want because they were like, why are you going to college? You can just graduate, get a you know, go to get a job at the plant. There's yeah. jobs right there for you, and they didn't get it. And I, so my parents were, they you know, that's yeah. why I thought, oh, they have got the better idea. They're yeah. saying go to college, yeah, and get a, you know, get a degree. Um, so when you moved to San, why did you pick San Diego from Detroit? Um, my girlfriend at the time moved to San Diego. The girl, the girl, the girl, mm. chasing the girl, chasing the girl. Chasing the girl, and uh, moved out here, mm-hmm. and actually came to visit because she moved. And I was going to come and visit. I'm like, well, let's see what happens. And then I was hooked after like one visit. I what? Like, yeah. I'm moving back. Yeah. And uh, for years after I moved to San Diego, my family were like, okay, so when are you coming back? I'm like, no, this is. I think that's a common <laughs> thing. People say like, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, but when are you coming back or whatever? And it's like, why would I do that? Yeah. No. I love Cal. I mean, I love California. Yeah. Love it. I know some yeah. people are like in East Jersey, Los Angeles, they're down on it, or it's like LA sucks. And I'm like, it's gr- for all that sucks about it, it's great. I mean, I don't know. I have a pretty positive opinion on it. Yeah. Yeah. People get wound up about, yeah. oh man, the people are just terrible people. I'm like, well, just pick different people as other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you come to San Diego, <clears throat> and then what's, what's your next moves like? Um, then uh, I, you know, continued school. I did become an engineer, I did that. I was an electrical engineer for a company that made computers for satellites, and did that for a number of years, and was, you know, happy with my. So you're career. a cor- you're a corporate dude, I, I, engineer, I, but but in the cor- in the corporate I, environment. Yeah, I was in that. You know, yeah, I was in that. Four hundred one k environment, we'll call that. Right? Yeah, that I was in the four hundred one k cubicle yeah. environment for yeah. uh, a thing, working cubicles and test labs, stuff like that. Uh, did you, when you were in it, did you? enjoy it was it something you liked or was it something you felt like you were missing something because some people at jobs are kind of like oh, i just want to get out of here i should be doing something else or some people like you know i really really liked i really really enjoyed what i was doing Nah, it was uh i you know i i, I don't know I, I guess i felt you know my attitude was just the world was gray i, I don't know it was not yeah fun it was like this is what i'm doing you know uh did the relate how did the relationship go with the girl uh, we ended up, we ended up getting married. Okay. Um, pretty soon after I moved out here, and uh, we were married for a number of years as uh, while I was an engineer. Okay. And then we divorced. Okay. And I became an actor. 
<laughs> was that your like? Uh, was that? Because uh, I feel like that's like kind of like if you. Wa- I mean, there's got to be a TV show or movie out there where that's the thing. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, because of like this catalyst, like you, the the the, the sh- sea change happens or the shift happens. It, yeah, that was that around that time. It was a big sea change. Yeah, um, you know, splitting up. Uh, my mother passed right. away around the same time, and all these things are like, okay, I've got to do something else because I just not... does like kind of like your the like time and like where you're at really starts to like kind of focus you know you start to focus on those things like how much time uh, is there for me to do what I want to do yeah. or like how am I spending my time or like where am I am I doing what I want to be doing I mean I do this every single day though unfortunately <laughs> I'm always kind of like what should I be doing should I be doing this should I be like on this podcast right now? Right now? Should I be doing this? Yeah, yeah I should be. Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Well, I'm already <laughs> yeah. here. I'm already sitting. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want to get up. Yeah. Just a second. Um, so, like, did you have, like, I-, I imagine that you're like, well, I need, did you have uh, an understanding of at least the San Diego community of acting before that? Or were you just like, <clears throat> I'm going to be an actor and then I'll do the research? No, I didn't. And uh, San Diego has a tight-knit community yeah. uh, there. The um, That community is much smaller than Los Angeles. So I didn't know anyone yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I looked at, ad, this is around the time when, um, you know, things like uh, Craigslist were sure. out and they were somewhat trustworthy, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Those yeah, misconnections. You, I know. Yeah, I, you, I, I don't think you got murdered as much when you went <laughs> to Craigslist. Yeah. So uh, I know I got murdered a lot less when I went to. Oh, wait, like 30, 30% <laughs> less murders. Uh, I didn't get murdered nearly as many times yeah. as I did. Yeah. So uh, I, I saw something ad about, hey, become an actor or become, you know, and I went to see this woman uh, in San Diego and she kind of went me through. Okay? Yeah. She's like, okay, you don't know anything. I'm like, yeah, I know that. That's why I'm well, here. Yeah. So, okay, well, I can help you get started on what you need to, to do. Was that a legitimate endeavor? Because, you know, it just <clears throat> sounds like a kind of like. No, there are a lot of them that, you, there are a few couple that yeah. I've heard of that where they're like, hey, pay me five grand and right. I'll show you how to become an actor. Yeah. You'll be in the next Will Smith movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, uh. so I never. Went that way. This yeah. woman, she charged a fee, but yeah. it was like nominal. Yeah. And uh, she's like, okay, this is what you need. She got me all set up, things I didn't know. And uh, I met with a couple of casting people. Uh-huh. Uh, I got these headshots uh, from the photographer guy down there. And uh, I just, and I, I started auditioning, not knowing. And I took an, I looked into, a, I took an acting class yeah. out there. And uh, I started to sort of slowly find my way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Were you enjoying the process at the time because it was new, or did you find it daunting? Or I just I uh, at the time it was new and exciting. Yeah, and I think uh, somewhat some part into this, I realized that I wasn't really good. Like I knew that I need to get better. Like yeah. I okay, I want to do this, but I know right now I'm not good. That's at a this. good thing to be where you yeah. like. Listen, I know what my potential could be. I know I'm not at that now. Right, and I know I've worked where where some of those other people don't realize that. Like it's, they think like, no, whatever I'm putting out is good yeah. whenever I'm giving it to you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Can I get better? Sure. But right now I'm still giving you more than what you should have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like that with standup where I'm like up there and I'm like, you know, you've been kind enough to, to come to my shows on just, you come like, you know, where most people don't go to people's things in Los Angeles. You actually have come to some of my stand-up shows, which is very, very kind, and I appreciate it. No, it's not kind. I just want to laugh. I know you're naturally funny. So I'm like, all right, I'll go see Jason Horton. He (laughs) makes me, he's a funny guy. So I wanted to go. But I'm I'm like that with this, where I'm like up there, and I'm like, you know what, where I'm at right now, it's exactly where I should be. But I know myself, and I know all the moving parts, and I know that it should be at a different place. But I'm willing and enjoying putting in the work you yeah. know i don't have 10 years to do it where some people are like i've been doing this for 15 years like i don't ha- i know i don't have that time but fortunately i have some you know kind of equity and like performance and stuff yeah. like that uh so i, I kind of have that feeling so uh are you are probably meeting a lot of people and networking with a new group of people through acting classes and auditions and stuff right in san diego yeah yeah so i started to uh get out more uh 
So the, and the woman was Cami Carpenter in San Diego. Mm-hmm. She has a studio called uh, a business called Hollywood Talent Associates. Okay. So on Craigslist, you see that, and it's like, you know, uh, to, you know all right, Hollywood. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's actually she she knows her stuff. She's yeah. like, okay, this is what you need. Uh, so I ventured out and I did this forty-eight uh, hour film con- competition. Oh yeah, the forty-eight. Yeah, I've done one. I've done one of those. Yeah. That was my like first yeah. foray into doing a a short film, really. And uh, I did that, and it was a great. I had a, a great team of people working with me, friends, uh, people that I'm still dear friends with yeah. today. And uh, we won some awards that year. So after doing that, and they do a thing where you they screen your movie on the big screen in a real theater. And uh, after seeing our film and me on the screen, I'm like, I could do this. This is so. You didn't look at yourself and go, would be like, I don't want to see. Like, were you? Was it awkward to see yourself, or did you enjoy looking at yourself? I I think uh, after seeing that, I was like, yeah, I actually don't look terrible up there. I actually sound pretty good. I look like I know what I'm doing. Right, and that's you really know. what it is, right? Like I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I believe that, and that's really all it is. Yeah, is like, like you that. believe that, like that is I'm doing the work. Yeah. So you, to be clear, so you are like uh, becoming an actor because you know you, you either you hear a lot of interviews, or you talk to some people. Like yeah, you know I started doing, uh, you know commercial like com- I was a child actor. I started commercials and I was, you know went to NYU. But you, so you <clears throat> just switched gears and you were. N- not an actor, and then you were like, "I am an actor, right?" Pretty much. Um, <laughs> I was not pursuing acting, and then suddenly I was, was pursuing, pursuing acting. acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it wasn't a, from childhood. I was doing, you know, you know, Johnson and Johnson commercials. It wasn't. Right, that. Yeah, <laughs> it was just. I mean, I had that with. Com- I mean, I started doing comedy at like. T- I mean, I did a couple of things, like a little high school theater and a couple of comedy videos, and in, in the like the nineties, trying to make that stuff. But I really didn't start doing any comedy, attempting to. I was like. 29. So I was like, I consider myself like a late bloomer when it came to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I like to hear stories where people are like, you know, uh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to like a performing arts high school and like, uh, or, or, you know, that you can decide that, or if you're an actor and you're like, I want to be, a, you know, an, an engineer, I'm, I can be an engineer. I don't know, or those, uh, those yeah. kind of things. Um, so uh, this is where it's because I I never really knew, like I always kind of assumed that you lived in San Diego, mm-hmm. but you were doing so much work mm-hmm. in LA, and I didn't realize that you moved <laughs> moved up here till recently. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're also not one of those. You're not very um, one of those people like on the internet that's always kind of talking about themselves and the kind of like. Look at what I'm doing. Like, here's me doing this and that. So I wouldn't know. I do that. I, I, I say, no, but I, I mean, but uh, it, it's a, but <laughs> the, you put out a fair amount considering what you're doing. Where a lot of people aren't really doing that much, but they're putting out a lot. I was like, you're putting out a lot of information, but there's no, there's no, nothing really behind it. Yeah. So I think you're putting out an adequate amount okay. considering that the work, the work you're doing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. If I'm doing, I might, I'll post something, but I, I try not to post thing, things that, I'm, you know, make it as if I'm doing something that isn't. You know, like sure. If I was doing background work on a movie with Robert De Niro, I would. Right. Hey, I'm hanging out with Robert De Niro. Yeah, it's like I'm on set, another day on set. <laughs> listen, and listen, and I've done tons of extra work, especially yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. I made a lot. I made a lot of money in San Diego doing uh, SAG extra background work. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Very thankful for that. Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. thank you for the money because and the food because yeah. it was uh, it was great. Uh, it's it's. Hard work, it's decent work, uh, it's honorable work. Um, yeah, but, and that's the other thing, yeah. too, about me in San Diego yeah. is that when I started pursuing it, that was right at the decline of the industry in San Diego. Like because the Stu Siegel Right, when I first yeah. got there, there was this thriving yeah. TV community, uh, industry in San Diego with this main studio, Stu Siegel, yeah. Yeah. producing these TV shows on USA Network. There's like three or four shows yeah. running at one time. And uh, I just came to the tail end of that, and it just went down. And I think the last show they... TV show they tried to produce something. They, they shot like eight episodes. Yeah. And they only aired three or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then just nothing really since then. I think the, the show Pitch was sort of a okay. thing, and that that went went for a season. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty tough. And uh, once I got better at what I was taking, taking better, you know, taking more classes, and different teachers learning in San Diego. In San Diego, yeah. so there's Carrie Scott, which I've taken, yeah. Terry Ross, there's uh, Billy Coward. These yeah. are great teachers there, and I learned. I learned why I was terrible. They kind of taught me this yeah. is why you're terrible. They didn't yeah. say that. Yeah. They don't say that. Well, some teachers say that. I yeah. Guess. But you're the, inadvertently, that's where you're, you know, yeah. <laughs> they don't say you're terrible. They just yeah. Yeah. make you realize this is what you need to work on. Yeah. And 
So I got an agent in San Diego that, and they still have these industrials in San Diego. Yeah. That people work from. Like I, I got a call from my agent in San Diego. Hey, this industrial is paying this. Do you want to come down and do it? No, yes or no. Yeah. So that's still, you know, they, yeah. they a lot of industrials are maybe like some, a college or some kind of like yeah, uh, medical yeah. companies or yeah. tech companies. Yeah. They have these little uh, commercials they'll produce in San Diego. Uh, and uh, so I still did that, but I, I also pursued agents in L.A. when I was still living there, and that was tough. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I used to drive, you know, I started doing improv classes at iOS. Oh. I would drive up from San Diego to take these classes, yeah. you know, and then to do the shows, and it's, I mean, you loved it, but it's brutal. Yeah. At least you got to spend hours up here doing sure. something. So you come good. up for an audition. Yeah, because when I was first coming up here, and I, I did finally get a commercial agent, I come up for these commercial auditions, and you've been on these because you're oh, yeah. an improv. Uh, you go up, and uh, there's no script, so you don't know what's going to happen when you get there. You drive three hours from San Diego, you get there, you walk in the room. He's all right. Tell me your name. Okay, turn to the side. Great. Yeah, turn to yeah, the other yeah. side. Great. And what do you do? What What are you from? Oh, I I like to you know yeah, moon. I don't know what yeah, you do. Yeah. And they, okay, great. Thank you very much. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you drive three hours back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. How long did you do that for? Um. Well, I did that. It, I well, at least a couple of years yeah. of going through that process, and it wasn't. Did you like, ever book any of those? Yeah. yeah. You know, every now and again. Enough to make you keep doing it. Not really. Yeah, I was just crazy. I, yeah. I was like, I want, you know, I didn't, I, I was happy to have an agent, yeah. uh, even commercially. And I thought, okay, my next is to get a theatrical and I don't want to lose my commercial agent. And uh, so I did that for, and it, it wasn't a lot. I mean, I wasn't coming up here every day yeah. doing that. It was like every other week or every yeah. three weeks I would get something, say, drive up. And it was like, okay, because I was still doing work in San Diego. Um, but it, when I did, it was like, yeah, my friend's like, what are you doing? You, Show six hours and you spend yeah. five minutes. Yeah, because <laughs> then if anything, you get the callback, and then it would be maybe you get put on a veil, and then maybe you film it, and then maybe it airs. It's like the old, with this is why I don't like commercial editions. It's just so many levels to mm-hmm. it not succeeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> listen, I don't like driving from the east side to the west side mm-hmm. to go to a Santa Monica <laughs> audition. Yeah. Like I didn't mind going to the valley or if it was in Hollywood, but I, I so. I've kind of gotten, I say spoiled, but I'm just kind of reason. I'm realistic with my my time and interest and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what was what was the first thing you booked of say of note, but of of general note, like of any general uh, mainstream thing that people would have heard of? Because I know you've been on a, like a, a zillion things. So I don't uh, wonder just what was the first thing that you. Um, I think in L.A. Yeah. the first thing I booked was Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds, okay, and. Uh, before you booked your very first thing, what was your like thought about like, am I going to be successful in this? Because you don't know if you're going to be successful <clears throat> until you succeed. Unfor- you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you're like, hey, listen, I'm just happy with the process. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you when you booked that first big thing, what did that change your pr- like? Oh, okay, like this, I'm I'm in a different place now. I guess in the sense because I've. You went through all the processes to classes, uh, you know, networking, uh, auditioning, and then uh, whatever you had callbacks, wh- however that worked, for, mm-hmm. and then actually booking it and, and filming it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, at that point, we were like, oh, okay. Um, like, like this is becoming very, very, very real, I guess. I yeah. don't know. No, yeah. I think uh, after booking Criminal Minds, that, after that is when I got my first theatrical agent. So it's interesting. So you got the the first agent after. So the chicken and the egg thing for you was the work, then the agent. Right. I, yeah. I actually got to uh, do performances in front of, uh, you know, the actor performances in front of the casting. Like the workshops. For, yeah. The workshops yeah. were uh, Scott David, who's the yeah. uh, who's the casting director yeah. for Criminal Minds. Yeah. And so he got, he got to know me. He got to see how yeah. do good work. And he'd call me in for auditions. Uh, so had you been in? Be- in with him before? I had been in a couple times yeah. for different things, yeah. and then uh, this one role I came in, I just, you know, did really well, had a good audition. Yeah. And uh, unlike a commercial audition, I found out on my drive home that yeah. I booked the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, were you in San Diego at this time? Yeah. That's time, very exciting. So, yeah. yeah so I was in really... San Diego, drove up, auditioned, and on my drive back, hey, you booked the job. And uh, it was interesting. It was yeah. a pair, it was a, me as a politician, so I, they yeah. had this little half blurb. It was gonna, yeah. a co-star role. Yeah. Have blurb me giving a speech, and uh, I book the job, and it's going to shoot the following week. Yeah. And then Friday comes, and they're like, emergency contact me. Oh, Merrick, wait, yeah. check your email, hurry up. Yeah. I get it, and they're like, well, 
you okay with a couple more lines? I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I open it. It's like a page of okay. dialogue. Does that make that make you put you to guest star? Does that change the? Uh, no, no, no. It's still a co-star. They okay. were like, hey, just do more a, work. Take yeah, take your leave, buddy. Yeah, Here's, and I'm like, yes, I'll take it. And it's sure. more screen time, which it was. It was yeah. significant time. Um, that show, I I got to. Uh, well, my scenes were with uh, uh, Charlie Gibson, mm-hmm. who's the lead, and, yeah. and Joe Montana, yeah. who's uh, also there. And Joe Montana is like the best guy to work. Right? Yeah. He, you know, he kind of talks like a mobster. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in real life, he does. Yeah. He does. He, I was, uh, we were out waiting, and he was like on the phone, and I think he was like ordering a birthday cake for his granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. And he was just, he yeah. was like, so you know what you want to do? Yeah. You want to really put on the, uh, the icing on that. It's, that'd be a good thing if you did that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's ordering a birthday cake for his So are you starting to think about moving to LA at this point? Uh, at that point, no, because yeah. I'm like, okay, this is great, but I did this after, I don't know, four years of yeah. tracking up and down yeah. here, so I can't stake sure. steady work on this, so I'm thinking, okay, I can do this, and I'm Are you still, are you, are you, what are you, are you working, you're not doing engineering at this point? No. So what are you doing? Any job I could. Yeah. I did, But you were uh, booking some, like, industrials and commercials. Yeah, and too. San Diego was yeah. keeping me pretty busy as well, so it was like any kind of yeah. part-time on-call job sure. that I... Yeah. Would relocate myself to, and it worked. For you. And, it, and it worked. Yeah, it was you know it was yeah. still grueling. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't recommend it to the faint of heart. But no, yeah, it's a grind. Yeah, it's, it's all a grind. grind. Uh, yeah. So then, what comes next? I guess. Um, so after that, I'm on Criminal Minds. I'm thinking I got an H now. I'm going to start seeing big auditions. Yeah. I'm a serious actor. I trained yeah. in serious dramatic acting teachers, and yeah. my next big job or my uh, that I booked was. Uh, the character of the chaplain on the Disney show Jesse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was not dramatic. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was not. At all. Yeah. It was. Uh. And and it, Disney is one of those networks, and they do these these over the top comedies, yeah. and they really believe in their writing. Yeah. They, you know, the every line is funny, and so when I did the audition, the casting person cried. And my line was my main line was something to the equivalent of what you talking about, Willis. It was yeah. like just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, and they're like, oh my god, that's so funny. I'm yeah. like, what? What's funny about yeah. this? And I get to set, and yeah. it's the same. The director's, oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. can do it again. Oh my god, yeah. do it. Yeah. they're all laughing every yeah. time I yeah. said it, and I'm like, I don't. Know what's going on. <laughs> but it's not up. Yeah, it's not for you to like. Really no, it's not. It, they, this is the audience, yeah. and um, they I, and that was a guest star role. Yeah. for the show. Yeah, my first guest star was on a Disney network show. They treated me very well. Yeah. Um, and this was like a season finale of that show, and the lead actress and all the cast, the other kids, are all really nice. Was uh, Peyton List, is she from the show, Jesse, the actor Peyton List? Uh, I forget. I do yeah. know that yeah. my uh, I was a chaplain yeah. marrying the star's father and uh-huh. new stepmom. Okay. The father was John Patrick Stewart. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, no uh, um Yes, John Patrick Stewart. Okay. He's a, he's a comedic actor and Molly Shannon. Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, Molly Shannon. <laughs> uh, now, do you out of curious, just as a you know, uh, do you when you're gonna go when you're doing an audition, do you go for like a uh, like a, a coaching session beforehand to go over the thing, or you just work on it on your own? Uh, at this point, I've been working at it on my own. Yeah. So my my uh, my girlfriend's a photographer. She yeah. does headshots, but mm-hmm. she has a studio in our you know in our our place. Yeah. And so what I do now is, if it's a media role, yeah. almost any role, really, yeah. I just go out, go down, and we'll put it on tape just for me to take a look at it yeah. and see how I'm coming across. Okay. So, um, and and if it's something that I think it calls for it, I might send it to a friend. Hey, what do you think of this? Or yeah. I think it's change something. Or, yeah. You know, but. Uh, yeah. So you, you when you go in when you audition, like you you going in there with a little little you know what I mean a little pre- a little more preparation than maybe some might do. Definitely more than I initially would. Yeah, you know. Um, have you found that it's helped? I have. I, I think it's helped. I feel like I know where I come across better now by yeah. by looking looking at the tape, watching what I'm doing, and that I think certainly helps. And then just the experience of auditioning, you get to understand yeah. where you need to work, how your prep needs to go for you to be ready, because it it's always going to be some surprise mm-hmm. happening in that room. Yeah. So one of the keys is being doing everything you can that you can control to be ready. Yeah. And then that way you can handle whatever curveball they, they throw, throw at you. So. Uh. So what 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 is the impetus to make you move to Los Angeles? Uh. It got to the point where I was coming up too much. Yeah. So when I first booked those roles, it was still too uh, 
too few and far between. Yeah. And I booked you know one or two. What was your ratio? Would you say to auditions to to booking? <sighs> well, I you know my agents at the time wasn't super strong, yeah. so I wasn't getting a, whole, a ton of yeah. auditions for one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, one in ten, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, something. It's pretty like, good. You know. And so, but then uh, I you know I didn't get a whole lot of auditions. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah. So you know, at first it started you know once or twice a year. Then it was like twice to maybe you know twice a year was typically a thing, and then uh, like a year and a half ago, I got all new representation, commercially and theatrically, yeah. and I was coming up like almost every day. Yeah. And. Especially uh, you know, a year ago, right before I moved up, it was like every it was it was it was really intense. It was made no sense to live in San Diego. So that was like okay, I've got to move because it doesn't make any sense. We well, going on a lot of uh, and just because you know maybe I see from like your Facebook, it, a lot of it is uh, procedurals or it's a more on the drama side, like a lot of stuff that you you do <clears throat> yeah it's uh it, it was always the uh you know it was the the ncs yeah and so there are a lot um scorpion i yeah. a lot which i actually booked um you know the bones you know all yeah. these shows that were these procedural dramatic police detective yeah. fbi shows yeah so that was my yeah thing. and i mean yeah you seem to be just kind of constantly working I well between commercial and theatrical yeah. and the good yeah I'm auditioning or working pretty steadily. And what are you doing to keep like are you still are you taking are you in like a scene study class or are you still doing I that? just started taking uh, another class. Uh, and when's the last class you took before this prior one? Prior to that, I think the last class I was involved with was uh Billy Coward's class. So it's been a couple a couple of years. So what do you how did you stay sharp? Just um, but in like kind of just your instincts and and your, the preparation before that or well I don't know I I uh, well you know I did improv with yeah. the hinges from yeah. San Diego yeah. for a while but that was still during while I was still taking classes yeah. I did a couple of theater things yeah too I felt that helped and then it got to be just the prep for the audition and the auditions I thought was really helpful yeah for me too so it's kind of on the job yeah training just, in a way. yeah just okay. doing it the yeah. more you do it. So what's so like what what are the uh, what are the, the next moves? I mean, what is what is the because I mean, from me, you know, I audition, you know, a lot of Disney stuff, m- mostly comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. I audition for and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, you know, just from my side, I mean, it just you seem like you're just really successful. But I know probably to you, you're like, you know, I uh, I have you know other goals past this, or I'm sure you're thinking. Not, not thinking past it, but like, you know, you're doing the work and you're enjoying where you're at, but you probably are, you know, just like me, like I listen, I love doing stand up, but would I love to have a Netflix special? You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. thinking about that Netflix special. Not yeah. that I am doing that. I'm just picking it's something. It's like they're handing those out like candy, man. I hope so. I'll take one. <laughs> I'll take one. I don't I care. Every time I look at Netflix, some new comedian I hadn't heard of. I'm like, whoa, who's this guy? Yeah, there's a lot of really. Well, I have not <laughs> seen Jason Horton yet on Netflix. Yeah. There's <laughs> it must be, uh, there just must be other people that are uh, more competent at it. And the places you've played, it seems like they kind of pick from you. You yeah. see a lot of the writers are, you know, sure. stuff out on Yeah, yeah. Too, it's so. But do you have those things where you're like, I would like to, you know, um, you know, go from, you know, obviously guest star to star, you know, or because uh, are you do you do mostly television? It's you? mainly been, yeah. I, I've auditioned for some major feature films yeah. and hasn't I haven't uh, booked any of those. But it, the TV shows are, yeah, where. Uh, I've seen to, yeah. you know, excel a little bit more. So yeah, guest stars have been my thing for a while, yeah. and now because I've done some guest stars and got some great roles, um, series regular is yeah. where we're looking. The, okay, so we're looking at series regular. Series regular is. Have you recurred on any of these shows? No, no. So, I, I so they were we're good with one. <laughs> they were like they get you one day. They're like we're good with the. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean yeah. the guest star. Yeah. Um, you can. You know, I've worked multiple days yeah. as guest star, but not a recurring guest star. Okay. I, I, for Lethal Weapon, I was guest star. Now it was okay. with uh, Beth Littleford. Okay. Uh, and David Wayans is the star of that okay. show. And that, that has some controversy lately. But. Yeah, okay. That, <laughs> I've seen that controversy. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't follow the show, but I, I knew about that controversy. Yeah. So uh, we did that first episode for the season opener yeah. for season two. And then in January, they called my agent, called me, hey, they want to put you on a veil to come back yeah. as this internal affairs agent. Yeah. Like cool, I'm sitting there, and then nothing came of it. So I ran into the other couple of actors yeah. that were I agents with me on that episode, and they were like, "Yeah, we got the same call," and then yeah. nothing happened. So yeah. we're guessing that because of 
whatever drama, drama happened have, on the yeah. show, they probably just backed off of that, yeah. that show idea, well, which is fine. But I've auditioned for some other interesting yeah. things uh, recently. Yeah. yeah, I thought. What about what about like writing? Do you ever think about like creating your own thing? I, I it's crossed my mind, but I don't have any writing skills. No, I don't. You don't need them. It turns out <laughs> sometimes you don't need them. Look at the internet. <laughs> like sometimes you just don't need them. Uh, but you're but you like you you like reading people's great words, right? I mean, is that like for an actor? It's like you like mm-hmm. really good. I'm yeah. sure you've gotten some scripts. Where you're like, okay, well, this is not necessarily like my favorite thing in the world, but I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do right by it. And it's by some things you read, where you're like, this is some really good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I get I get uh, a lot of independent things that yeah people ask me to do and. Yeah. Uh, generally, I, I like them. Yeah. Uh, there has been a few of people that I don't know that yeah. some stuff, and I don't like it. I say, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be a fit for me. Yeah. Um, but wow. you got to pick the stuff that's going to be a fit for you and maybe yeah. helpful for you, or yeah. something that you are interested in doing. Yeah. You know? Well, I've learned a lot about you. This is very. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. This is like interest. Is very. It's an interesting road we went on. I thought anyway. I don't know. <laughs> you might think it's not interesting. I think it's very interesting. Yeah, that was boring. I, I, you know. Not at all. I was yeah. very. A lot of this stuff I'm at, even asking and talking about is just selfish for me. I don't even. I'm not thinking about anyone else out there enjoying it. I'm only thinking about me enjoying it. I get yeah. like that sometimes w- with the show. I like to. I don't, I don't know. Just like to hear people tell me stories. Uh huh. I just want people to tell me. I invite people to, in to tell me pretty much to tell me. I like to hear more about other people than I do like talking about myself. Um, so there's also uh, I just find it really fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So do you have like a, a do you have your own website? Do you do that? I don't. I don't have my own website. I just do the IMDb. Yeah. Uh, so so I, that's my, the link that I do. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like it's just because I have enough credits to where it's okay to show that. I mean, I yeah. you know I. I did for a, a while when I had very few or almost no uh, credits. Right. Do a website to show, okay, yeah. this is what I can do. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't, like, put out his website to, to show what he does. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of actors will still uh, do it because they want to be able to present themselves. Right. The do, they do a lot of other, you know, they out, want to showcase their Yeah, and they things. want to do it outside of the format of IMDb. But yeah. Most people. And, you know, you have an actor's access account as mm-hmm. a, yeah. that you know, you post your clips and all kinds of stuff yeah, here. Yeah. So I let my agent handle that. But I still submit myself to stuff. Yeah. You know, I commercially, um, I still submit myself to some things. My commercial agent mm-hmm. submits me to great yeah. stuff. Um, so I, yeah. You're just constantly, like, just putting yourself out there to get more work. Yeah. More work. Another thing I to do, too, and uh, I don't know if other actors think about this, is, is uh, I'm, I let my agents know when I'm doing stuff. Like, all, yeah. like, you know, San Diego and uh, two in L.A., so I'll let them know, hey, I'm doing this thing. I got this theater show coming up, yeah. just so you know. And I don't, I don't want them to watch it or come to it. I just want them to have this idea that Merrick's always busy. Yeah. Merrick's that busy actor, and I'm the guy in their mind. You're not just waiting no. for them to, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. Any actor that thinks they get an agent, they can just sit back. Okay, no. Right. No, not yeah, at all. You're, not you're even right. close. <laughs> no. Not even close. No. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I got to contact my agents and managers now. I was like, listen, I just did a podcast. All right? Hear me. <laughs> no, you me. tell them that you're active. That's yeah. all. Yeah, you no, say, I do, yeah. Hey, just want you guys are still. Looking. I got this podcast. It does really well. Yeah. It's showing my funny side. Oh, they know about video. it. They know about okay. it. I, I I show up to their house and tell them though. That's the thing. I right. let them know that I was yeah. in the area and yes. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, on awesome. a Saturday at 9 p.m. Oh like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, sitting, just sitting down for the week. Ah, oh, no, this is the perfect time to show up. I know you're gonna be home. Bring, 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 bring,